This is the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Follow Buck on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Jam-packed show today. Sorry for the delay, folks. A little bit of a tech issue. We had tech issues on this podcast. We had a little tech issue on the Clay and Buck show. We, we've had some things today, but we're diving into it. We've got, uh, let's see, full FDA approval for the Pfizer vaccine. The Vax police are coming for you, uh, so you could expect mandates to expand. You're going to also have more freedom destroyed, more people being told they have to obey or else. Schools now are a place where there's a lot of mask fights and, uh, well, not actual fights, but they are making it seem like right-wing violence is popping up all over the place in the media, at least. That's what they're saying. I'll break that down for you. Plus, total chaos continues at Kabul airport. The Taliban has threatened consequences against the Bush administration if we are not out. All U.S. forces have to be out by August 31st. And the cancel culture wants to go after another Jeopardy host. Now, before we get to all that, I want to tell you about my friends at Carnivore Trading. See, these days, you got to know what you're doing in the markets. And if you do, you can make a lot of money. You can really get a great return on Wall Street generally, but you got to make sure you've got good information. And that's why your financial advisor doesn't want you to know this. You're probably paying too much for really minimal returns, maybe even some losses in some years, because the people that you're paying to be your financial advisor are not that incentivized. Well, guess what? You should check out my friends at Carnivore Trading, where real people day in and day out are crushing it, even when the market is tough. Carnivore Trading is a team of elite and anonymous strategists from Wall Street, and their Wall Street reports, I mean, their Wall Street uh, track record is the stuff of legends. They've gone a bit rogue for the first time. They're inviting everyday folks like you and me to see and mirror their explosive trades. Sound too good to be true? Carnivore will let you see the trades they're making right now for two weeks free. Go to GetOurTrades.com and use promo code BUCK for two free weeks. And if you join, you'll get Carnivore's industry-leading promise. You'll generate three times your fees after your annual paid subscription, or you'll get a 100% refund. Go to GetOurTrades.com, promo code BUCK. That's GetOurTrades.com, promo code BUCK. See website for guaranteed terms and conditions, past performance, not a guarantee of future earnings carnivore trading my friends go go see for yourself all right the situation with vaccines is going to get even more intense here because you might have seen or heard the fda gave its final approval for the pfizer vaccine i think there's a a new thing we're supposed to call the pfizer vaccine too it's like uh i don't know it starts with a c but no we're just going to call it the pfizer vaccine they're now going to start pushing even harder on mandates And New York City just announced that 130,000 employees of the school system are now mandatory vaccine, uh, are now under mandatory vaccine orders. They've got no choice, all right? They're not allowed to make any determinations for themselves, not even about testing. The whole point of weekly testing was so that uh, it's not going to keep anybody safer. It was just meant to annoy you until you complied with the vaccine mandate. And yes, I was able to go to my brother's wedding this weekend and and Friday night at dinner, we had the rehearsal dinner. They were checking every person who walked in, checking their ID and their vax card. And if you didn't have it, you couldn't come in. All right. You couldn't come in. That's the city that I live in now. And they want to make this spread to other cities across the country and other states. Now that the FDA approval is no longer on the emergency basis for Pfizer, it's 
pretty much certain that they're going to have an even even stronger mandates. And they're telling you already the military is going to have to get it in September or else. That's been reported on for some time now. There's nothing going on that from the Biden administration perspective that should make you think that they aren't planning a whole slew of additional federal mandates. I mean, here is the Surgeon General Vivek Murthy on these mandates. Well, we already know that there are many businesses and universities that have moved uh, toward vaccine requirements. And I think it's a very reasonable thing to do uh, to create a safe environment. There's one other thing I think we need to do that some states have been doing to create a safer school environment. And that's requiring that uh, employees in the school, including teachers and other staff, are vaccinated as well to create a safer environment for our kids. I think all of these are reasonable because when we're faced with the most transmissible variant that we've seen to date, the Delta variant, when we have our kids uh, essentially is the point of concern here in our schools and their health and well-being on the line. We've got to take every step we can. And so I, I think that, the, that these measures, these requirements we're seeing are absolutely reasonable. And I think they will help. I mean, they're absolutely unreasonable. As you know, they don't even work the way that they've promised us all along they should. In fact, most recent reporting or most recent information you get here, I mean, there's a scientific paper that comes from a very exciting journal, The Physics of Fluids, which can sound like kind of a fun thing that maybe you get into over the weekend after too many shots of tequila. But actually, it's about measuring the droplets, as Fauci would say. Well, I guess you could measure the droplets over the weekend, too. But you get what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not sure if this is peer-reviewed or not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter about that. But experimental investigation of indoor aerosol dispersion and accumulation in the context of COVID-19 effects of masks and ventilation is the title of the paper. Woo! Yeah. As I said, the uh, physics of fluids part of this journal says that maybe, maybe 10% of COVID aerosols are blocked by cloth masks. So all of that stuff, all the mask wearing you've been doing, 90% of the aerosols are coming out of your mouth anyway. Very tiny droplets, 90% of them are still getting out in the air. So... The people that are running around, you know, psychotic about double masking and triple masking, do they even understand that it's almost completely, completely useless based on this droplet study? And keep in mind, if it makes a difference in terms of infection at all, they don't know. I mean, they're not doing real world studies with a control group here. If you're exposed to aerosols of the virus and you have an immune system that's not ready to deal with COVID-19... Does a 10% reduction in aerosols make any difference in your likelihood of infection? I mean, really? They certainly can't prove it if that's the case. In fact, if you look at the mask mandates uh, in states across the country, what you find increasingly is that they don't, they did not do anything, but they still pretend that they do things. That's why there's this piece in uh, New York Magazine written by some uh, some guy, David Zweig. He was talking about how there's a 90,000 person plus 90,000 student study that shows that masks just do not work the way we were told they would work. And yet we're still led to believe, oh, the science says, no, that's just not true. The science does not say what they claim the science says. And I think everybody needs to know that. I think we need to be very honest with each other that increasingly what's happening here is we live 
in a COVID dictatorship where even those who would speak out against us from within the scientific community know that this is this is stupid, but they won't raise their voices because they work for a hospital system. They might even go after their license. I've already heard reports of this from people that have been part of the anti-mask in school movement in different places, notably in Tennessee, but different places across the country. If you are a doctor and you say, hi, I'm a physician, I think this policy against children is outrageous. I think the fact that other countries, other European countries are not doing this proves that this is absurd. Okay, Uh, if you do that, you risk your medical license. That's where we are. They will go after you. And that's also where the Surgeon General is uh, here. Vivek Murthy, he's running around saying, oh, yeah, we've still got to mask. Curious. Play the clip. Well, Chris, we know that the greatest protection to children is when all people are masked in school. And there are decisions we make all the time uh, where we require people to do things for the better good. We have a list of childhood vaccines, for example, that parents have to make sure their kids have before they start school. This is just one more example of that, a step we take to protect all kids. And it's a step, I think, that's relatively low cost uh, that is especially important to take during this pandemic. Well, he's a soft-spoken fascist i'll give him that but it's absolutely not the case that it's reasonable to have kids masking up in school we know that it does not actually reduce the spread in clear ways if it were obvious i wouldn't be here uh, sitting here saying otherwise and you'd just be able to tell it wouldn't matter what i said you would know Uh, you would know and what you're seeing now is they're moving the goalposts once again it used to be remember when the head of the cdc dr redfield told us all that a mask was even more important than a vaccine. That was insane. That was the head of the CDC a year ago. Masks are more important than vaccines. That was completely bonkers level when he said it. But he said it was because of the science, right? Listen to the science. That's what they tell you, whatever that means. And they cling to this, and they never change their tune. doesn't matter what the data actually says. And the mask fights in school are getting a lot of attention in the media. And what are they doing? Are they engaging with the facts? Are they engaging with the reality of where the science actually stands on how much children are really at risk from this? How children spread it to adults? No. We don't really spend time as adults uh, talking about this anymore. We're not allowed to debate it in public. But the focus here all along is right-wing people are scary and bad because they won't do what we tell them to do. The media is even reporting on how anti-maskers are now anti-maskers are now tied in with the Proud Boys movement. What has nothing to do with the other? But they don't deal with the substance of the argument because that would turn people to the facts. And if you pay attention to the facts, you'll see quite clearly the mask maniacs are out of their minds. And this is a mass mental illness. You see this playing out in Australia right now where they will pepper spray teenagers, young kids for being out with signs saying, Don't mask up. Don't lock us down because they're violating lockdowns by congregating because they have no right to do this in Australia. That's what they're being told. The government is saying your rights of redress against this newfound totalitarianism do not exist. These policies do not exist. You're not allowed to say you don't want this. And the people will turn around now. The Democrats are turning around and they're on board with this. They believe in this. They're not opposed to what's going on in Australia. That should be terrifying to you. They think that Australia is just doing it the right way. 
I mean, do we have any real First Amendment rights in this country at this point to oppose lockdowns? It's a good question, given that they were willing to. You remember this? Remember they were shutting down the outdoor protests about lockdowns? Lockdowns that did nothing, did nothing to stop this virus. It's appalling how stupid the other side has been during all of this. And over and over again, you're just not supposed to notice that they're wrong. You're not supposed to notice that they have come out for all of us now to say that vaccine mandates are the way forward. And there are going to be endless vaccine mandates now. And there's no way this is going to disappear over the winter. It's just not happening. We're going to be dealing with COVID for years to come at some level. It's a question of how much. Remember, this is the COVID-19 virus. There have been mutations of it already. There's going to be COVID-2022 and COVID-2023. Remember Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Kappa, Delta, all that stuff, right? I was never in Greek life in college, so I don't remember these things. But that's the situation. And in Australia, they will arrest kids for going to the beach and drinking a beer at night. I mean, they'll put handcuffs on you and take away your freedom because you're violating the lockdown orders. Doesn't matter how stupid it is. Doesn't matter how the lockdown orders don't actually make people safer. And I I am quite fond of Aussies. I think they're great people. I'm terrified to see a very westernized, liberalized, English-speaking population, as they have in Australia, embracing all-out COVID tyranny. All out. Not a little bit, the whole thing. They're just going for, I mean, they're all about it. They have three or four deaths a day in Australia from COVID right now. And as we know, the most people who die from COVID are older. They're also at risk from a whole bunch of other ailments, including the flu. But it doesn't matter. This has now become a crusade along the lines of climate change. Imagine if climate change actually killed hundreds of thousands of people in a year. What was the immediate cause of those deaths? I mean, could you see the ferocity of the climate loons if that actually happened? We can't do anything about climate. So in many ways, it's similar to COVID. The virus is going to virus. The vaccines help, but they're temporary, as we now know. There's very little that can be done over the long haul to stop COVID. And they just don't want you to know even about the level of infection that already exists in the community. That's why they're not doing the serology testing, because that's the only way we actually really get out of this. If people finally learned and understood that, I think about that about half the United States has probably been infected with COVID, something close to that. Then how could we say, hold on a second, we're doing all the social distancing. We're doing all this stuff for what? Back to the uh, dynamics of fluids. Hey, why don't you come over on Saturday? We'll talk about fluid dynamics, honey. The Dynamics of Fluids uh, journal article that was published, it also says that ventilation is more important than masks. So just having fresh air is even more important than those cloth masks. And then they'll talk about N95 masks, but they're so uncomfortable. People don't wear them long enough and properly. And when you start taking them off, you know how well a mask works when it's off? Right. It doesn't. I think we can all agree on that. But they don't factor that in into real world studies. All they have is these aerosolized droplet studies as if that really tells us the truth of the infection risks and, and infection mitigation that we're talking about here. Yeah, I mean, the six feet of social distancing thing, that's a joke. We all know that. Oh, boy. I wish we could just at least be honest about this. But here's what I think is coming. Um they're going to push for vaccine mandates all across the country, federal, private sector. They're going to do whatever they can. And I got to talk to you about Kabul Airport, too, the complete chaos 
going on there. We're going to get into all of this, uh, but it's really troubling um, because look at the data. Ninety percent of Democrats believe in masking in schools, but 40 percent of Republicans do. Now, you could say that maybe the polls are mis, or, you know, misleading, misidentifying mis, uh, the numbers here. But there are Republicans. I mean, I'll tell you this. There are a lot of folks at Fox News got the vaccine right away. A lot of Republican uh, members of Congress who got the vaccine very early on. And I think they believe in masks, too. A lot of them, not all of them. You know, you can't do anything in New York City right now unless you've got vaccine papers. And that's what the Democrats have done. They've created a a covid safetyism state. We'll come back to that and Afghanistan in a second. But born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation carries forward a legacy of courage and heroism to mark 20 years. Uh, Tunnel to Towers is gifting America's heroes and their families with 200 mortgage-free homes to honor the fallen. Chairman and CEO Frank Siller is going to walk more than is walking right now more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days from the Pentagon to Shanksville, culminating at ground zero on 9-11. Towers of Light return to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials in remembrance. And for the first time, those we lost in 9-11-related illnesses are being honored at a ceremony September 12th on Veterans Day. Another first, the soldiers we lost in the war on terror are having their names read aloud. The words never forget require action. Do good and take action now. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. I mean, the chaos of Kabul continues uh, with... This administration not up to the task at all. It is a total debacle. You got all this video now circulating of just the the Afghan mobs. People are being trampled to death, crushing each other at the gates of Kabul International Airport. You know, maybe keeping Bagram until you've done a full evacuation of all American civilians. That would have made a lot of sense, wouldn't it? That would have been pretty smart. Maybe actually preparing for this in any meaningful way would have been a good idea. But the Biden administration did not because they're just a bunch of incompetence. These are people who say what they have to say to get ahead and have gone through life with that as their central mantra. They are unimpressive. They are smarmy. And they live with this pretense that they speak truth to power or they're they're public servants or whatever. The Biden White House is full of phonies. The best example of this is Joe Biden himself. We see what happens when he's faced with a real challenge and has to make decisions And his strategic planning is tested in a meaningful way. It is a complete and utter disaster. It's so bad that people in this country are deciding to step up. And my friend uh, Matt Zeller, who was a founder of No One Left Behind, getting interpreters out of Afghanistan. He's a part of this digital Dunkirk where Americans are assisting Afghans by pointing out where checkpoints are. Uh, They're assisting Americans and Afghans by pointing out where the checkpoints are in and around Kabul airport um, or on the way to Kabul airport. And they're trying to help people get there. There's such a mass of people. It's in such close quarters that it's hard to even get to the front of the line for green card holders and U S citizens. And this is a mess of a situation. So are they willing to actually, well, we'll see what the Biden administration is willing to do in order to get the Taliban to comply and to let our people get through what happens if they're not out by August 31st? The Taliban has said through a, a spokesman that there will be consequences. That's meant to be ominous, obviously. 
So we'll have to see what they're going to do if we're not out in time. But just remember this. The Taliban is an extremist, terrorist, jihadist organization. They have not changed their ideology. They've not repudiated any of their beliefs. In fact, if anything, Taliban has decided that it is ascendant now. I mean, it is victorious. I don't know if you saw this. So over the weekend, there was a photo going around. It looks like the Taliban has made their own version of the iconic Marines at Iwo Jima photo, uh, raising the American flag at Iwo Jima. And they did it dressed in, a, in American gear and uniforms, but raising a jihadist flag in Afghanistan. I don't know if this was photoshopped, or, but it, it looked real. And the Taliban, I, I, I know, is really enjoying the humiliation that it is doling out the United States right now. And there's no question about the fact that we're having to actually talk to them. I mean, here's here's, uh, you know, Jake Sullivan saying that, yeah, we're engaging with the Taliban militarily right now, talking to them. We're engaging through military channels with the Taliban. The Taliban, obviously, to a considerable extent, are integrated with the Haqqani network. Our effort is with the Taliban military commanders currently in charge of security in Kabul because they need to understand that Americans and those who have worked with us need safe passage to the airport. And if that passage is disrupted or operations are interfered with, the United States will deliver a swift and forceful response. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they are shaking in their boots there. I'm sure the Taliban are really terrified uh, of what Jake Sullivan has to say. I mean, how does this guy, Jake Sullivan, still have a job? I do think that's fair to ask. It's very fair to ask the question at this point. If you don't resign from a national security post over it seems to be the most obvious foreign policy debacle of the last 20 years, maybe longer, if you don't resign over that, when do you resign? And what is too much? What is the evidence of being unfit for the power uh, entrusted to you by the American people if after something like this as National Security Advisor you keep your job? But they don't spend much time on this. They don't really care. You know, it doesn't matter. they got other things to do, like going after yet another Jeopardy host. So I'm not a huge Jeopardy watcher. I like it. It's fun. And, yes, I'm very good at it. But Alex Trebek passed away, so they have to replace him now. They've had some guest hosts, and uh, they've got they got rid of the first guy. And this is just cancel culture all over again. They got rid of the first guy. I don't remember his name. He was a producer. But Mayim Bialik, uh, they want her to be fired as well because she said she wasn't. This is the woman from the TV show Blossom. She said she wasn't going to get her children vaccinated. And so now there's that was years ago, not even recently. What do they really want? They want LeVar Burton, uh, who is an African-American. I believe he's an actor. And they want it to be uh, the left wants this to be a person of color hosting Jeopardy. I think that much is clear. And anybody else will be unacceptable to them. This is why, I mean, everything, they turn everything into a battleground for the culture because culture is upstream of politics. And if you control the culture, you control the rest as well. You control everything else with it. So that's that's why even these these fights, we need to pay attention to it. But, you know, big tech monitors us, deplatforms us, censors us. And U.S. Uh, conservatives have been helpless to do anything about this until now. On Get R, you can talk with friends and family and express your political beliefs without fear of Silicon Valley liberals coming after you. Join Get R today. It's a social media platform that supports free speech and opposes cancel culture. Get R is led by former Trump advisor Jason Miller, who saw what big tech did to President Trump and decided to fight back. 
Get ours, the fastest growing social media platform in history with over 1.6 million users and growing, including prominent conservatives like Mike, Mike Pompeo, Steve Bannon, and me, Buck Sexton. I'm on Getter. You should be get our. You should be too. It's in the App Store, the Google Play Store. Uh, you got longer posts, longer videos, sharper and clearer pictures. And unlike the Silicon Valley oligarchs, Get R will never sell your data. Send a message today. Join Get R. It is time to cancel cancel culture. All right, here's President Trump on being woke. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Everything woke. Everything woke. It's true. Everything woke turns to okay? He's absolutely right. Dropping a little truth bomb there. A little bit of salty language from the Trumpster. But I don't know. I think uh, the Trumpster realizes we need him back in the fight. We need him back out there making the case. We all know he feels like he was cheated on last election. I'm just going to say this. And millions and millions of his supporters feel the same way. How could he set things right? I think the only way that he can really do so is by beating Joe Biden head-to-head in an election contest. I mean, everybody looks at Ron DeSantis, and they say that he's the future of the Republican Party at some level. He's a really young guy. He's only a few years older than me. He looks older. I'm just going to say he looks older than he is. Well, I look younger than I am, but same thing, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, He looks a bit older, but Trump sees Biden. He sees all this weakness. He sees the disaster of what's going on in this country. Um, and I think that he is ready for the fight once again. That's how it feels right now. Um, all right, team, that's going to be it for today. Sorry about the delay on the podcast. Please make sure you pass the buck and subscribe. Go to the uh, Buck Sexton Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, the iHeart app. Uh, make sure you give us a five-star review. Write a little something nice about what we do here. Be back tomorrow with a timely, as in first thing in the morning for all of you, and uh Slightly longer podcast. We want to get this out today for all of you. And please also subscribe and become a supporter at bucksexton.locals.com. That's bucksexton.locals.com. Talk to you tomorrow. Shields high.